Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Two seconds. Two seconds when I started playing before it went off the rails. Out the door, around the corner, over the bridge. Now it's at home, in bed, not even caring what we're doing. Hello and welcome to the second season of Law and Disorder, a 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Zane C. Weber, and thank you for coming back or joining us for the first time. So, if you have just joined us, there is a whole other season uh, of Law and Disorder that you can go back and listen to, and this is the start of our second season. Last week we had our downtime uh, episode where all the characters went through and spent one year of in-game time sorting out their lives, training up a little bit and seeing what they want to do. Now, this is the start of our new recording setup, so thank you to all our patrons uh, who helped us afford uh, some new microphones and software so it is still a little glitchy but we'll find our way through in the next few weeks I'm sure so please take the time to give us a like on Facebook we love all our Facebook friends also uh, follow us on Twitter we try to be as active as we can and we love talking to all of you on there so please go find us on Facebook on Twitter we do have a Patreon page if you like what you hear and you'd like to support us we also have some merch at Spreadshirt shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash that's not canon you'll find all of us there and we have some fun new Law and Disorder merch up there because we have some new character art thank you to Matt Garbett for that and links are in the show notes let's get on with it now it's time to play Law and Disorder. Welcome to the second season of Law and Disorder. I'm your Dungeon Master, and around the table playing tonight we have... Jack playing Dashbold. Sebastian playing James. Isaac playing Jack Ma. Miranda playing Gwen. And Nick playing the Ghost of Yuri. Oh. Okay, so... I you wish ha- that was rehearsed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> if it was rehearsed, it wouldn't have worked out nearly as well. <laughs> so, you have all had... One year of downtime. In real life too. You went and you did your real life things. Pons quit the marshals and all of the rest of you were on administrative leave. Temporarily quit the marshals. Gwen insists. He's still an intern. You never leave the marshals, you just become an intern. <laughs> Gwen and Pons opened up a cafe attached to 
Fisher's Bar and Grill. A temporary cafe a attached to permanent Fisher's. cafe. <laughs> Fish and Mary. The tent had a child, as did Pons, as did Gwen. Separately? No, they each got a child. Oh, together. Got twins. Yes. <laughs> Wait. James also had a child. James adopted a child. He purchased a child. (laughs) Okay, he purchased an orphan who now works at his new bar, tavern we're calling it. Works. He doesn't grow up and live and be a child. No, he goes to school. He he attends school, (laughs) but he also cleans tables. Um, What's more fancy, a tavern or a bar? I guess a tavern sounds Tavern. It's a tavern then. Where... Local businessmen and traders meet to make their deals. With that bulb. And unbeknownst, behind a 100 gold piece door and lock, there lies five levels of wizard house. Which Zane insists is going to be useless. No, no, no. By all means, have your wizard house. I encourage it. I have also armed the entire, like, Every level of house with different glyph runes to like yeah. fuck shit up. And he sure has. Nobody goes in there, not even James anymore. There's too many glyph runes. <laughs> I forget what the triggers are. Just covered with glyphs of warning. Like after a day, you're just like, oh, fuck, I can't remember. I had a hundred. How long's a year? What do you mean? How long's a year in D&D? Like how many days? Let's say 360. I had 360 days, 360 potential glyphs in that house. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Dashbold went off and made house with Greta, who continued to work as a marshals while he started up a candy manufacturing and distributing business in direct competition with his sister, who inherited his deal with the three sisters of Mossy Cobble. So, let's spend some time talking about what happened in Unthalas during this year. The war was won by what's come to be known as some sort of super weapon supplied by the gnomes. Uh, And as a result of that, no one who died during that attack has been able to be resurrected. The drow and the realtons now have a very specific hate for Ellie Dimwid, the Gnome Kingdom. While Unthalas is technically neutral in political aspects, uh, it has become very common for Drow in spe- specifically to attack Gnomes uh, in the Unthalas bounds. I attack Drow. Um, I'm escalating. By all means, escalate. I attack every race. The elves... Because I want to start like the equivalent of a bar fight in a city of millions. The elves... <laughs> there are not enough drow in Unthalas to do that, nor are there enough gnomes. That's good. That's because we attack them. Yeah. So the elves are pretending it didn't happen. So in all, in, for all intents and purposes, they're Holocaust deniers. Uh, they have had very little... Pre- the elf kingdom has had very little presence in Unthalas over the last year and uh, so directing a lot of the drow and Rialton hate towards the gnomes instead of the so elves. you said a super weapon and you mentioned holocaust denial. Was there actually mass killing involved? Yes. Okay. Um, there's no good description of what happened except everyone who was there died. 
so just mass death whether it wasn't an explosion and it wasn't a disease but it was some sort of magical weapon supplied by the gnomes that killed literally everyone on the battlefield it was used when the drow were winning uh, one, one battle and everyone died that ended the war and the drow now hate the gnomes Ellie Dimwood. To be fair, they probably already hated the gnomes. Well, they they don't love people in general, and gnomes are people. A year passed, and it was quite prosperous. Uh, The harvests were good. Trade resumed in full uh, in all points of the compass from Umthalas, and money was had by everyone. But divine magic has been fading in power all of the temples have reported this uh, in their daily slash weekly worship Gwen and Dashbold have experienced it firsthand in that some healings just don't work resurrections are almost entirely out of the question but also Regular things like uh, foresight uh, and things that people would go to a church to do, it has a, a high chance of failing. Well, to be fair, in our world, churches don't need any of that, so I think they'll be fine. Probably. They'll probably be you fine. You can edit that out if you want. But... Well, no, I'm going to leave it in because you didn't insult the handicapped. Have <laughs> I done that yet? Pardon? Have I done that yet? No, Nick did. Uh, <laughs> well, not my turn yet. So, also, protective magic is also failing. Uh, none of the temples have been able to figure out why. It is across the spectrum, from gods of the forest to gods of madness and evil. There is just seems to be some sort of interference with divine magic what about, and the um, Bard spells wrought by the the uh, initial song of creation. No, bard spells seem to be relatively untouched. Well, they're next. The music will die. But does... No okay. one will be able to hum anymore. Does bard, like, healing stuff work? Yeah. That doesn't fall under the same divine category? Bards or? are no. now the no, best. Okay, cool. We've won evolution. There has also <laughs> been, perhaps in response to this, an influx of holy warriors. Mostly servants of Tyr. And they are either looking for the hand of Tia or the heart of Tia. They have been told by any number of sources, many and varied, to go to Umphalas because that's where it is. And that's what they need. And that's what they need to protect Yuri. It's at the baths, isn't it? No, that's just a place he had to go. I mean, maybe. We never got there. Yeah, but we didn't know if it was there. That was just a place (laughs) he had. It's just a place he had to go. We don't know maybe, guys. maybe James' hand is the hand of Tear. Oh, I've worked it out. Oh my god, oh no. he's Tear and he's just forgotten. <laughs> I don't deny this. <laughs> he split. He split himself into different like okay. beings. I don't have the alignment to be Tear. So no, you don't. Facet of Tear. Like you're you the fucked up strength to be Tear. So a whole year has passed. So when we get back to Unthalas, it will indeed. The middle of winter again. How many dog tongues is that? Seven. 
That's why the chat thing changed to a snowman. So yes. your dog oh, is now seven years older. My dog is a ghost dog. Correct. Seven okay. years older ghost dog. Yep. Good. So let's go through what a year means for each of your characters. Gwen had an almost preternaturally pleasant and easy pregnancy and birth of her twins. Yeah, she did. Yep. Thanks to the dashboard wonders. dashboard was like sneaking into the window and like casting healing spells on her every night. <laughs> it might have been the wonders of the magical candy. Yeah, it might have been all I was basically hopped up on candy the whole time. Yeah. And her strength is returning quickly due to her daily training regimen. Uh, so you've... She's made a lot of shipwrecked friends by getting out and about so often with two adorable children. It's very helpful. Yeah, and so the cafe uh, that you are running with or with the connections of uh, Mary, Fisher's wife, is actually turned into a little bit of a uh, quasi a daycare. <laughs> yeah, a crash. Um, the only event of real interest other than your daily life with your kids was a visit from one of your mentors, Randall, uh, who taught your taught you your druidic powers. And um, then went off to war, right? No, then he went off to um, head up the Green Corps, the druidic cops, as we sometimes call them. Uh, he just was checking in, uh, meeting the children, and he mentioned that the city green has become somewhat of a, a refugee camp for refugees from the Feywild. Uh, wild spirits have been leaving for some unknown reason. They've just found themselves displaced in the material plane and have been attracted to Unthalas. And the green, so there are there are lots of sprites. There are even some larger things that are not necessarily friendly and the Green Corps is struggling to deal with that at the moment. He doesn't seem particularly concerned. It's just an odd thing that's happening. Noted. Also, the purple crystals on your forehead and your forearms have expanded a little bit. They have become... They glow faintly when it is dark. Not enough that it would give away your position if they were covered up and you were trying to hide. But, and over the the year, you get a plus one to your charisma and a plus one to your wisdom. Her baby, yes. Is her baby affected at all? Is your, is your wisdom still a negative or? Yep. Well, you win some, you lose one some. One step closer. He's Do you have plus a question? Plus one to this, this number, not... Yes, yes. Yes, my wisdom's still negative. To your score, not your modifier. Pons really settled into his family life uh, Mm. during the day, uh, and he spent most of his evenings with uh, Fish and Mary. He didn't fall into the socialising that Gwen did, um, being a little bit more dour than, than Gwen in disposition, but he very much enjoyed his uh, new family life. But every night was spent dreaming of training with his spectral mentor. He couldn't avoid it and he leaned into it a little bit. Uh, So now 
that he's had a year of ghost training, you can uh, never be surprised, Ooh. and you act on. You get the ability to act on any surprise round. Mm, fantastic. James training with his ghost. Any surprise round. Ghost training as well. That's gold. No. He also spent a lot of money upgrading his mother's crossbow. It's like a seven houses. It's now fully automatic. I fixed it for him, and now he's just upgrading it. Well, he's out of my will. (laughs) Done. It's now a shotgun, basically. Okay, he's back in. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Wouldn't you be leaving everything to your, you know, adopted orphan child? Anyway? He has to earn his place in my world. Oh wow. gosh! Wow, Jeez. I don't have unconditional love for the kid I bought a year Why ago. Why did you buy him then? Because it's better to live with me than it is to live in a home. Can I You're say, I adopted James? a puppy. I adopted a puppy. Unconditional love, immediate. And a frog. I think if you can't say the same for your orphan, you should give him back. I steal him. Hey, he's better off with me, but I'm just saying he doesn't just get love. He to, yes, he does. Yeah. That's how adopting He has an to work works. for at least a year no, in no, no, my no. tavern before he gets love. <laughs> this is the kid that literally ignored me for Dash Bowl when I first met him, ignored me for Pons and his crossbow. These are the kids that ignored me because I was a boring wizard. You I, adopted him. Yeah, you wanted I'm to be a boring. good person. <laughs> you were like, your whole thing was being boring, so no one would focus on you, though. That's yeah. absolutely. And Dash yeah. Bowl was like, I'm entertaining children. What do you expect? It's fine. I'm just saying I didn't forget. <laughs> Have a home. Well, let's move on to James then, shall we? No. No. Okay, so as over the year, uh, the cafe, after all expenses have been subtracted, brought in 600 gold pieces. Mm. Oh. For, so split between both of you. He's, I was going to say, yeah. he's writing that down on his sheet. No, it's written Would down here for Gwen, Gwen and Pons. We don't have a combined bank account. Yeah. I can buy six more it? orphans <laughs> and tell them they're all not loved yet. <laughs> so that's six each or three and three? Three and three. We share it evenly. Thank you. Thank you, Dylan. James pours himself into his new tavern. What is the tavern called? The Big Red Dog. The Big Red Dog in Shiprest. Is it actually um, red? It's made of stone. I mean, like the, there's a hanging wooden logo that is of like pretty much Clifford the Big Red yeah. Dog, but yeah, uh, and pays for schooling for Deffel and spends his uh, his evenings and nights uh, studying away all the things that he should learn now that he's a wizard and all the things that have caught his eye over the last year that he hasn't had time to study but odd things happen in the big red dog every now and then when no one's in the room plate just fall over and smash by itself uh, little bottles of alcohol will just kind of like combust every now and then James will go to cast a spell and it'll just dissipate it's odd and he doesn't know what's causing it. It's kind of like a ghost, but you never know known of heard of any ghost that can like counter spell a spell. So you don't know what's going on. I'm actually in love with the idea that my home is haunted. 
Mm. This is actually a positive thing. He's kept his hair and beard shaved because, like Gwen, he was affected by the bite of the face snake. But unfortunately, <laughs> uh, the, the glass hair has spread to all of his body hair. It has, it has increased his AC by one. God, I'm Tilda Swinton from um, Doctor Strange. I'm keeping like I'm completely hell as like a cat. <laughs> I, I like to think you actually do love the child that you, you, you have, but you don't want to hug him because you're hurting. You're actually a hero. That's what Dashbolt thinks. Mm, mm, and plus one strength. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh my god, you're just like just a constant. However, literally his business model isn't the best. Partly because of the mishaps happening and like ink pots being tipped over on contracts and, and just little things like that. People who come here, while they might have a good time, aren't particularly keen to come back. Also, the ships that he make the ship's captains that he makes a good impression on, they sail away for six months, eight months at a time, so they don't get to keep coming back a lot. Over the year you make a net loss of 120 gold pieces. Or 120 goats. Mm. Even worse. <laughs> they live forever. Zook. That is my name. <laughs> I regularly forget that. I'm like, who? Oh! He's very happy with Greta. Mm-hmm. Gives her a potion of youth and she is much more sprightly. Uh, has a... M- <laughs> And, and she actually starts actively serving in the marshals uh, part of the time. While she is busy completing her duties there, uh, he starts up his manufacturing business for all the candy in the world in partnership with Gwen because she has the control of most of the candy crystals. So... Uh, through this, he, you have made a lot of business contacts. So, with restaurants and uh, cafes, theatres are especially, especially puppet theatres are very keen to have some of the uh, the dashboards goodies. What is the name of your candy? <laughs> 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 I'll give you some time to think about it. Um, so Dashboard has actually earned a little bit of a name for himself uh, by at night going around many different places, taking Greta out of her comfort zone in her house to bars and nightclubs and performing. And during the day, making regular trips about the city on Duck Lord, who gets a lot of attention because he looks and smells like he's made out of candy. So, what's the name of your candy business? Something about Duck Bowl, right? I don't know. It does it? Now. It's up to you, buddy. Duck Bowl Candy? Duck Bowl Candy. Yeah, Duck Bowl Confectionery. Yeah, so... Do I, do I somehow meet any of the Fae refugees or of like the Druid... No, because the, 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 the city green is far away from Kershire, which is where you're mostly I just, based. I'm just like too busy. Yeah. So, you have been training with Gwen and Greta, and have picked up 
proficiency with shields. Yes, Reddit wanted me to learn that because I have no defense in close quarters combat. Yeah. I'm like a child. And <laughs> she wants you Plus. not to be she wants you to be less like a child because the age difference is already a little bit of a talking I point. I need to die instantly. Uh, to break I haven't. And because of all your performing, you have gained uh, one charisma. Yay! And because of the success, <laughs> I believe it was two. <laughs> if only it's it was so two. Role playing is fun. I get one. That means everything. And because of the success of your candy business, yeah. you have seven thousand gold pieces. Ooh. Being born with good breeding. Someone right? rolled a one hundred on percentiles. <laughs> Wasn't me. I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Except for Nick. <laughs> I'm literally when? psychic. I can see the future, and I'm running the shittest business here. <laughs> this actually makes no sense. <laughs> just not trying hard enough. I'm just, I just forgot that I was psychic for 360 days. <laughs> Those dice don't affect percentiles. It's the point of seeing into the future. <laughs> I have 9,000. Wait. 10,000. Wait. That is something for you to know <laughs> and not me. Also, <laughs> let's spend some time with the kids. When the children are born, they bear a striking resemblance to ponds. Even to, the, even to the point <laughs> of having um, sharing a birthmark. <laughs> Just born with tiny little crossbows. <laughs> under under each of their uh, left arms is a is a small patch of uh, dark brown skin that mm. Pons also has, uh, which you know on your imperfections throughout. The <laughs> well, I will say they're born with pointed ears and what aquamarine hair. Full, thick heads of aquamarine hair. It's uh, definitely not, not me. <laughs> not from my side. Not from my side of the family. <laughs> Dashbell plays with them and has a good time entertaining them. And are they magical? Are they like magical? they look like half elves? I try to make them do magical things. Look, I don't. I... <laughs> like I play music. I've got too. your birthmark, and they can't be not half me. No. I... Yuri's Surely. a half-elf. I wonder you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I play music to sort of try to bring out their magical talents. because I know You take them to Temple and <laughs> Aliotius blesses them and points out that it must be your fey touchedness that has been passed on to them. Pointing to the crystals that you bear. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. <laughs> <laughs> the pointy ears, though. That's, that's going to be that. confusing. After they're, after they're born, uh, Gwen, you notice your ears start pointing a little bit. <laughs> what? Yeah. Pointing at what? Just the sky. The sky. Mm. Uh, it's subtle, but it definitely has changed um, in the last few months. Hmm. And when you start noticing it on yourself, you start noticing it on James as well. <gasps> Fucking kill you all. <laughs> <laughs> We're turning into elves. No, you're turning into an elf. I'm. This is 
bullshit. <laughs> yeah. like, I got no answer yet. But Are I'll you becoming out. Voldemort? <laughs> oh, I'm only like, gonna... I am two <laughs> steps removed from Voldemort. Well, right he had no <laughs> Wouldn't my ears be shrinking if I was turning into Voldemort? Well, he had ears, he just didn't have a nose, didn't he? No. Uh, we're terrible fans. <laughs> um, Deffel is actually re- doing really well. Uh, Good. I'm acing this raising a child thing. I well, throw some shade on these two. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whether you are. He seems to be raising himself. Yeah. He's very independent and very capable. It's been more than once that you've had to stand between him and a belligerent customer when he's trying to throw them out. Because they're drunk and offending the other. I don't think patrons. I would stop him. I think I would let him throw them out, Zane. Well, he wouldn't throw them out. He would punch them. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably bad for business. <laughs> yeah. So he's just in a Batman. He's getting there. He's very excitable, and he does like both Molo and Winston. Oh, great. Well, that's they're probably the parents you need. Mm. <laughs> Molo is already an active father with twenty children or whatever it is. So uh, the the most. <laughs> Do we actually? He has like seven kids. Or he has or seven something? kids. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 closest you've come to a conflict with Deffel is when he was acting really, really guilty, and you were thinking that he was playing pranks on you by breaking the things. But then you saw something happen without him being there, and you basically asked him about it, and it was smoothed out, and it was fine. So he thinks that the bar is. Haunted. I'm telling him it is. I'm pretty sure it is too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you're a ghost. <laughs> hey, is this fucked up shit happening on the lower levels or just the bar area? Like uh, in my wizard lab, is stuff moving around there too? Or? It's, it doesn't happen very often in the bar, but it does happen in the bar, but it happens everywhere in the city. It's not often that you do anything very interesting in the lower levels. It's mostly just living that you're doing down there at the moment. Yep. Uh, so no, it hasn't really happened. It's not like every day there's 17 things that are happening. It might be once or twice a week something weird happens, and then when you cast a spell that should work, it just suddenly doesn't. And then you cast it again, and it does work. It's not like the dog. That's thing. frustrating. Something else. Pardon? It's not like the dog thing. Like he well, I was thinking I would check the dog anyway to make sure that he wasn't fucking around. But no, he's out anyway. Yeah, you yeah. brought him out. Yeah, he's and he's yeah. he's he's. Makes friends with everyone who comes into the bar, mm-hmm. yeah. unless they're up to no good business, and then he kills them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, once or twice, <laughs> you have caught Deffel playing with a wand. That's fine. I'll teach him. I don't, I'm not going to restrict him. Is that okay? He's hiding it from you. Well, I'll sit down and I'll have a good old no, chat with him. He won't oh, have that. Like the wizard no. chat, like the wizard, <laughs> <laughs> like, like the wizard talk. With One a mummy day, wizard Zane. and a daddy wizard love each other very much. Because I'm sending him to school, daddy right? Daddy gets yeah. out his wand. One day, I'm just going <laughs> to take him out of that school. I'm going to send him to a, a different school for magic as like a surprise. Like, I know what you're trying to do. I'm just going to like enforce it. Which, time for magic which, school. Uh, which school? The Hammers School. But, what, what kind of no, stuff no, do I see? What, <laughs> what kind of stuff do I see him doing? Like, what kind of spells he's looking into? He's trying to do prestidigitation. I'll put him in abjuration school. I think that's a good starting point. What's the worst case scenario? You learn to protect yourself. So I'll okay. put him in abjuration school. Well, I, I think what you do, because there isn't technically a magic school for children that young, I think what you do is you take him to Molo 
And Winston yeah. as well. I guess they can also be tutored in the lab or something as well. Yeah, Winston isn't very good at practical magic anymore because he's so old and out of practice, but Molo will take him under wing. Yeah, and I could help every now and then too if I've got... I mean, I'll probably have time in this year anyway. Yes. I and mean, it doesn't take much time to run a business into the grounds. Yeah, he's, as hell. <laughs> he hasn't been very successful and so he's trying to pretend that he's not interested in doing it, but you do catch him kind of practicing yeah. secretly. Turn him into a little lich, right? Jeez, okay. <laughs> Uh, so, but just start young. You know, the right? liches, they start with wands. When they're young. <laughs> it's true. And then we know they're fucking witches. The team as a whole gets together very rarely. Oh, no, da- I like Dash- Dashbold, Dashbold and, and Gwen spend a lot of time commuting from Shipress to Cairshire and to Temple Row uh, to conduct business and to attend Temple. And of course, you do have dinner and, and times together, but there's no, there's there's not a lot of reason. You live very close together, so you don't get together that often. Um, also, lives are busy with pregnancies and children and business ownership. But so you're still in contact with each other, but you haven't spent any appreciable amount of time together, except perhaps with the exception of Gwen and Pop, Gwen and uh, Dashboard. Well, you live together and sleep in the same same bed, so that goes without saying. Mm. Uh, however, any attempt that was made to contact the three sisters of Mossy Cobble would have resulted in them not being there and sending a very polite and congenial uh, thank you letter and an apology letter for sorry we're not there perhaps you could try on another day and we will be there for you you all of you kind of if you're interested will try this a few times and you they're just not there uh they seem very adept at avoiding you even when you try to surprise them and show up they're just not there i spread my money out between different banks okay sure so I to know. make the least interest possible <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, I will. You might want to note this down, Dashbold. Um, your businesses are mostly uh, focused on T Vine Corner, Waterside, Cairshire, the University District, and the City Green. And that is how you have spent your year. There's a lot of paper shuffling going around right now. Discovering our new character sheets. Aww. That's Gwen. <laughs> yeah, they're very funny. Well done, Dashbold. In fact, Dashbold, have a point of inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Now, one dead NPC. You all, you all mourned Yuri. Very Some much. Some more than others. Mm. Some more than others. And I gave his eulogy. Don't look at me. I have a whole candy range. Whole candy range. You cried. Yuri and his pangolin. <laughs> Not for the reason you think. <laughs> okay, dummy pangolins. Yeah, it goes yep. very well with tear people. I did for real. Yeah, she actually cried. I actually cried. Yeah, too. it was so great during um, the eulogy. I was like, why can't I cry? You won't why even am I <laughs> 
you'll hear the recording. It'll be fine. And <clears throat> it is one day, about 6 p.m., where Gwen and Pons are having dinner in Fisher's Bar and Grill. That the door swings open, and from the snowy piers outside the bar and grill, in walks a, uh, a darkly cloaked figure. Uh, face covered, limping a little bit. And he takes off his cloak. And Pons, you recognize Black Patty. Rum! Where's some rum? <laughs> uh, I, uh, I turn to fish and go, I, I've got this one. And I get up and go over and I say, Patty, welcome back. Pons. Bit of a while. It's been a very long time. I go up and I give you a great big hug. So Gwen, you're there with your two two children. Hans is just mysteriously hugging some grotty old guy. Yeah. Well, not old. Uh, he actually looks younger than Pons. What? No one looks younger than Pons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Pons's toy boy. <laughs> wow. So Here's Twink. Yeah. Isn't that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> Very little. No, no, you can't be a twink. You can't be someone's twink. <laughs> He's still learning. Right. Well, Pat, Patty, it's uh, it's good to see you. Went down an alleyway, and we never saw you again. That, my friend, is a very interesting story. I hope so. And please, here, I go around the back of the bar and I pour some ale for him on the house. He asked You're a good for man. Rum, Pons. <laughs> yes, but rum's very expensive, so Pons isn't going to give him rum if he can get away with it. <laughs> I take a I sip of the water and then I throw it against the wall. Quietly pour rum and. <laughs> Push it down the bar. You're a good woman. It's a special ale. <laughs> I only had one bottle left, but rum it is then. The customer's always right. In my experience, only half the time. Anyway, story time. Tell me what happened. Where's the rest of the of the group? Where are the rest of the marshals? Well, I well I've I've left the marshals. And uh, I, uh, I point over at Gwen and say, and this is Gwen. I, I don't think you ever met her. Well, she joined the Marshals and she eventually came aboard our crew after you left. And, well, obviously we're married now. And here's our kids, uh, Hera and Yuri. Oh, lovely little sprogs. Yes. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, What's with their ears? Just, uh, well, I'm, we're not sure yet. They look beautiful. Them, well, we're taking them to a specialist, and they're still doing the... They're still, <laughs> they're still getting the test back, but... Uh, no, well, you remember James. Yeah, yeah. That's silly wizard. Yes, well, he's bald now. Well, does he look any better? It's hard to say, but... That means no. He's also <laughs> lost a hand. Oh, these things they have. Yeah, it happened at the barbers, I think. <laughs> uh, and uh, you remember Dashbold? Oh, yeah, the funny little guy. Yes, we killed his family, he and then his sister... His family. He, yes, he, he killed his family, then his sister kicked him out of the business and lost all his money. 
It's an interesting version of events. I love <laughs> yeah. the lack of context. It's so funny when it's also it's not entirely true. It makes it sound all. worse. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, when is he killing her? Oh well, we're, we're. I don't think he's going to. But let's just say uh, everything's a right raw mess. And At this point, the door is opened again, and there is a young-ish girl outside, rugged up for for winter, and she has a, a, a messenger's bag uh, uh, sealed on the side. You can see that it's uh, a messenger's bag that's actually she's part of a service, and she runs in. Um, runs up to the bar and says a couple of words to Fish and he points down at Pons and Gwen and she comes up and she delivers two scrolls uh, and she says, uh, I have a delivery for a, uh, a Mr. Jack Ma Yes, thank you and, and his lady wife I guess I'm the lady wife I'm, I'm sorry it doesn't have a name It's okay Um I, I'm expected to wait for a response. Okay. All I, right. I give her a um, a mulled wine. Oh, to sit thank by you. The fire and warm myself. Yes. Um, I, if I could have the response in a few minutes, I am running well behind schedule. Okay. okay. Well, I, uh, sorry, Patty. Just duty calls. Yeah, you're right. I'll just top myself with some more rum. Yes, you do that. <laughs> Reaches over the bar, pulls off the bottle, and mm-hmm. <laughs> one for the glass, one for Black Patty. <laughs> All right, well, what, is, what does the message say? Uh, it's quite simple. It says, we have unfinished business that we would like to settle. Signed, the Three Sisters. I just is throw the, it away. And an address. The note the same? Yes. We've both got a copy of exactly the same note? Yes. I look at Pons and I say, she really could have saved the paper. Well... I don't have any business with them anymore. Do you? Well, apparently I have some unfinished business according to the note. Yes, well, if I step foot in Mossy Cobble again, you know it's going to be with an army. It's actually the address that is given there is uh, the humble yam in Cairnshire. Fancy a trip to Cairnshire? Not really. I prefer to stay here at the cafe. It's going to have a big night tomorrow night. We have that we have that party coming in, remember? Do we? Yes, I wrote it down three months ago. <laughs> There's going to be 90 people in there celebrating a wedding. Our wedding? They're a bit late. No, not our wedding. Another <laughs> wedding. Well, the you note, take care of that. The and... note says they request your meet, meet a meeting with you at 7am tomorrow morning in the humble yam in Cashire. I think... I will go to Cheshire for breakfast at the Humble Yam. I'll take Dash Bob with me. We'll go see what go see what uh, James is doing about all this. He has more business with them than I do. Hopefully, he didn't get the note. He'll be there already. I ask Greta if she wants to come as well. If, if Gwen does that, Dash we'll, we'll we'll get the team back together. Well, look, if you're going, I'll I'll go too because I don't trust them. Okay. Especially not with your life, so... <laughs> Thank you. But... Sweetly. Either way... I have to catch up with an old friend. Paddy. <laughs> you, you, do, you want to, do you want to deal with this? I have some rum to drink. Okay. Okay. So, Black Paddy and Pons get to 
catching up. I make sure I don't get too drunk. Do you want to tell the story now or later of where you have been and what you have been doing? Might as well tell it now. Do it. Tell Pons. Regale Pons. (sighs) Pons, Mm. you're not going to believe this. Well, you wouldn't believe any of the stories I have to tell you either. So let's... Let's, let's do it. You tell one thing I, you, I don't believe, and I'll tell you one thing you won't believe. This sounds like a good drinking game. Yes. Drink every time the other person opens their mouth. <laughs> Maybe. Let's just... <laughs> well, it looks like Pons is getting drunk. I'm just going to sit at the other end of the bar. <laughs> and then eventually take the kids up to... Do some knitting. <laughs> well, while we're on that investigation... Mm. Whatever happened. Oh, yes, fire snake. Fire snake? Burning everything down. Horrible, horrible mess. We almost all died ourselves. Well, that makes sense. Yes, yes. Oh, you, you remember Atlas? Yeah. Oh, he's, de- he? he's dead. Never did trust those robots. No, no. But he, I think he uh, went insane and killed a lot of people. Hard to hit work. Yeah. Uh, well, yes, well. It's all that butcher work. Yes, I don't think he was actually a butcher. Well, I never saw the butchery. I think that was just what he said he did. So maybe that wasn't animal blood he was covered in. Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, gross. Anyway, next next story. <laughs> so after I went down the alley, I went to go visit some friends to see if they had any information about the fires. Oh yeah. And then on my way out, would you believe it? There some scallywags there, ready to jump me. Mmm. There's lots of scallywags there, yeah. I managed to fight them off. Fantastic. But unfortunately, in the chase, I may have fallen over into a crate. Oh, a crate. It was definitely the crate's fault, not the scallywags. Well, did you... Did all you... the clubs <laughs> that they hit me with. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I... Oh, I I absolutely I, I did not a, pass a, a out. A tactical crate. retreat to the crate to find more cover. Yes, and, and everything would have been fine if, if the crate hadn't been loaded on a ship. Oh, oh, okay. So when I finally came to, already there was no land in sight. The ship's captain was quite gracious and was prepared to let me work to pay for my passage. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, before we got to our destination. Yeah, I had a run in with some pirates. Oh, yeah? I waited. The ship you're on wasn't a pirate ship. No, it was just a merchant ship. Oh, and okay. just as a lowly stowaway, he wasn't about to turn around and head back to Antalas just for me. Yeah, it makes sense. So these pirates, they're uh, a bit of a bloodthirsty lot. They killed most of the crew. Mm. Uh, but they spared me. Really? Yes. Uh, I didn't look... Do you mean to sound so disbelieving? <laughs> <laughs> really? What's they the spared you. It's like they spared us. I stand before you. <laughs> drinking every word. Yes. Not, not every. It's every time I open my mouth. <laughs> he's taking small sips. <laughs> just like breathing in over the glass. <sighs> I'll just intoxicate <laughs> myself the fumes. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the captain was a very good man. Uh, mm. Most of the crew just wanted to kill me, but... Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I had a look about me, I suppose. And they took me on as a cabin boy. Um, uh, perhaps you've heard of them. They're uh, a rather famous pirate crew. It uh, is uh, Gregor Blackfish's crew. 
Captain Blackfish. Yes, you've heard of him. Oh, uh, yeah, I've heard about him. A lot of the dock workers come and speak about him. Yes, he's a... Uh, what a bloodthirsty man. Only made up for in his shortness. Never mentioned that. A bit touchy about it. Shortness, as in he's of no unnaturally short or he's just... He's a very short halfling. Oh, a very short halfling. Oh. He is a tiny man, but he is How terrifying. Well, um, I'll take you on your word for that. But he treated me like a father. But treated me like a son. That'd be very weird if he treated you like a father. Yeah, because he'd come to me, ask for me advice and say, oh, I don't know what to do, Dad. Hmm, that seems, <laughs> seems natural. Because you were taller than him, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pick him up, put him on my shoulders. Uh, no, we, uh, well, I, I had to do some things to, uh, to be welcomed by the rest of the crew. Uh, I've, I've done some things I'm not particularly proud of. And Roll deception. You're so proud of it. I mean, it's not, no, that was a joke. Oh, that's right, that's a two. <laughs> yeah, you can tell that he's not particularly not proud. He's like, please ask me, ask me why. <laughs> In the right <laughs> company, he would be proud. <laughs> but, you know, being marshals. Um, and some things have happened, and finally we've managed to make our way back to Unplus, and I was given the option of returning home or continue on with the crew, and, well... I need to go see Aunt Jemima and see how she's doing. It's been oh, too long. Yes. I remember her. Never met her, but it sounded nice. <laughs> she's a lovely woman, salt of the earth. Well, I hope to one day meet her. Well, I'm glad you're back in town. I'm glad you're all right. We thought you had died in the alleyway. <laughs> and then didn't and think then any more about you. it. <laughs> well, we didn't. We, it was already too late. The marshals had chipped us off to the casino. How, how long did you look for me? Well, we sent out many marshals. Many marshals. How many? Three. Well, I do recall it was at least two bands. So that would have been at least ten. For one day? No, no, for a whole few weeks. Years, years, few years. Years. Insight, I want to roll insight. (laughs) Sure. I mean, it's the truth, isn't it? <laughs> what do you? What was the lie? What was the potential lie? That I they searched for Black Pat. No. I'm pretty sure we sent yeah, out marshals to go look for him. We asked creditor. Yeah. yeah. We could set it off. I don't know how. But many you thoughts. didn't. And, and then she no, said, no. "No, they didn't find anything." Yeah. So. No, we 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 didn't search. Like I said, we believe the bullshit. It's not lying. The puff. <laughs> so, <laughs> look, I trusted them, and they said they searched, and they couldn't find you. And well, well, they wouldn't have found me. Well, yeah, exactly. We knew you were a resourceful lad. You'd find your way back. You're you full didn't. of shit puns. <laughs> but I like you anyway. Very bad. Okay, the rest of the night is spent <laughs> regaling each other with tales of your exploits. We'll cut to James, who is in much a similar situation, but in a less crowded tavern. The door is... <laughs> Robbing it in. <laughs> I'm, I rolled the dice, man. <sighs> so I'm chilling with my, my three customers. Yeah. And uh, a girl opens the door, comes in out of the cold, uh, looks around, goes up to you, and you're the only person behind the bar, and she says, I- I'm looking for a, a James Maddox. Are you the DJ? 
No, I'm a messenger. Oh, shit. I'm, I'm from the Careshire Messenger Service. Oh, hi. Yes. Um, how can I help you? I, I have a message for you. I'm here to wait. I have to wait for a response. So okay. if you could... Uh, I struggle to open it because I've got one hand and I'm just like bamming it against the table. Trying would, to would you like some help? I can do this myself. <laughs> Opening with my teeth. Okay. Uh, in it is the same message that <clears throat> Pons and Gwen's Pons and Gwen got. We have some unfinished business that we wish to settle uh, tomorrow, seven a.m. at the Humble Yam in Cairshire. Oh, Signed the yes. three sisters. Um, uh, yeah, definitely. I'll just my response is I'll see you there. Okay. Um, uh, she notes that on the bottom of the message and takes it back. And who, have you given these letters to anyone else? Uh, y- yes, uh, this was uh, for a group of people down here and for one person in Cairshire. Uh, people in Shipwrest, you mean? Yes, yeah, so three people here. It was a, a Mr. A, a Jack, Jack Ma and oh, his wife. Good. And and I gave a, a, the same message to a uh, Zook Folkor in Cairshire. Oh, wonderful. I'm, well, I'll see them all tomorrow, I assume? Or... If the answer is yes, um, I'm not sure what Jack Ma has said, but uh, uh, I, 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 I'm going to see uh, Zook Folkor now. What do you mean you don't know what Jack... What did, what did Gwen say? Well, they wrote their own messages. I didn't read them. It's part of the discretion that our, the Cairshire Messenger Service offers. Okay, that's fine. Um, thank you. Yeah, um, I'll scribble, fuck yes, yeah, see you tomorrow mine. Okay, very yeah. well. Uh, and she'll take it and she'll run out. All right. Obviously in a very big rush. I'm going to go... I'm going to go meet up at um, Della Tavern. Sure. So leave Deffel in charge? Bar's closed everyone <laughs> out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna lean into it. I'm yeah, no, yeah. This no, the guys will go. Oh, again. All right. I ring the they, fuck off a bell. They, like, they, 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 get out <laughs> they finish their drinks Whoa! and they get up and they it's they the trudge fireball. out. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the ghost is back. You, you just go <laughs> and it never stops. You're like, oh. uh, <laughs> De- De- uh locks the door behind you. Um, yep. Yeah. Um, Do you have school tomorrow? Yes. All right, well, get to sleep in the next couple of hours if you can. If not, it's your own life, buddy. Oh, it's only midnight. It's your so. own life, mate. You make your choices. <laughs> and I give them a high five and they'll close it off. Okay. <laughs> Hello, fellow kids. I only give fist bumps. <laughs> um, yeah, just like, don't don't get like turned. Is that how you say that? He just closes the door on me. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he rolls his eyes, closes the door, and you can hear him locking it. And I will make my way to okay. a more successful pub. We will, we will switch to Dashbold. Um, you're performing that evening in a in a rather lively small uh, bar and inn, mm-hmm. and a youngish girl opens the door and looks around, heads up to the bar, and then looks over to you and impatiently waits for you to finish playing. Mm-hmm. Walks up to the edge of the stage and says, uh, "Are you Zook Volkel?" Yeah. Hey. Uh, I have a message for you. I, I'm to wait for a response, and she hands you a scroll of paper, mm-hmm. which says. And I pick up the scroll and I like flick her a gold coin. Oh, thank I know you, the sir. proper etiquette. <laughs> like everyone else. Do you mean it's not to scream at her? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I read it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I'll have to. Yeah, sure. And I just like scribble like uh, 
yeah, I'll be there. Uh, can't wait to see you. Uh, hope you're doing well. Bye, sort of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Um, she says thank you uh, very much, and she takes it and she walks out into the snowy night, and we'll cut it there for the episode. Mm-hmm. Want to bring great Greta? Everyone wants to bring Greta. That is where we will leave our marshals this week. Join us next week to see what happens at breakfast in the morning. A big thanks goes out to Matt Garbett for our character art, as well as to Alex Smith for our theme tune, and to Tabletop Audio and BattleBards for supplementary music used in the episode. If you want to support us, we love ratings and reviews on iTunes. That's what gets us out there. Share it with your friends. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. That's where we can talk to you and you can talk to us. Send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you to all of our patrons. And if you are interested in becoming one of them, you can go to patreon.com forward slash Podcast and sponsor us there. As always, I've been Zane C. Weber. Thank you for listening. James and Riley, how you going? Oh, I'm very well, thank you, Curtis. What's thank- up? Oh, mate, I'm just, we're doing a promo now, right now for our new podcast. Well, what's it called? It's called Unfeatured Articles. Well, what do we do? What do we do? Thank you for asking, Riley. We look up every week the weirdest that Wikipedia has to offer. We dive into the comedic trenches of that website and find pure gold, baby. Pure sexy gold. And we put it all on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcast. So please find us on Facebook, etc. Unfeatured articles. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.